Y'all, it has been such a long time. Welcome to Coffee and Collaborations podcast. So Coffee and Collaborations podcast has been going strong since April 2018. We are coming up on our third year. And so what we did last year was a bunch of panel discussions, a bunch of new things. We launched a TV show under Coffee and Collaborations Media. We launched another podcast. Thank God it's Fashion Friday as well. And we took a hiatus in order to come back strong. And as a part of that, we rebranded sort of the Coffee and Collaborations podcast. And now it's called the Coffee and Collaborations podcast sort of presents the FAN Club. FAN is an acronym, actually. F stands for friends, A stands for accountability, and N stands for network. So the FAN Club is what we're launching. And so what that is about the fan club. It's all about friends, my friends who are in business. I have a load of them. Friends who are in business who have great mentorship skills, great coaching skills, great business skills to be able to share with you. Those of you who want to be an entrepreneur, those of you who are entrepreneurs but need some support along the way, we're coming to you with communication skills, leadership, business scaling, tax and CPA uh, instruction, bookkeeping, all the things that we need, lawyers, all the things that we need, I could go on and on, to build our business, especially strategy, a business plan, all of those things. And so many of us have launched our businesses, but we've overlooked some steps and we oftentimes have to go back and correct. 2020 taught us a lot about ourselves. Let me tell you, many people say, oh, this was supposed to be my year of vision, clear vision. Well, I challenge you to look at what clear vision truly is. Clear vision is really being able to see 100% what you have before you. And that happened for many people in 2020. For some, it wasn't pleasant, but it was something that they could grow from. For others, it was it was actually, they realized they were on target, but they could also do better. So the word, the buzzword for 2020 was pivot for a lot of business owners. And so now it's about moving forward. We've pivoted or we're in the pivot and we're moving forward. We're not going back. We're making better choices and aligning ourselves with people who can help us to move forward. And a big part of that is accountability. So my friends and I are gonna be helping you to move forward helping you by keeping you accountable every week, every Monday at eight o'clock, you can come here and learn something new from a business person to help you to move forward. And then you can come back that next week because we're gonna keep you accountable to that with our next person. And then I'm gonna also keep you accountable overall. So I'm excited also, we're launching in Women's History Month. March is Women's History Month. It was declared as Women's History Month back in 1987. Um, and so why not relaunch Women's History Month? And then next month, we get to celebrate Financial Literacy Month, but then also the Coffee and Collaborations podcast third year anniversary. And from that, I have some surprises and I'm so excited. So I have a guest who I want to highlight. She is a woman who I have adored since even before we actually physically met. I was kind of stalking her a little bit. 
<laughs> but I found out about her. I was asked to speak at um, an engagement for the beauty industry and she was a sponsor. And so I said, well, who is this person? Let me look her up, looked her resume up, looked up her website and all of that. And I was immediately impressed by the heart of her and the business acumen and all that she had been doing in the community. And so I had to meet her after when I went to that event, I found her, I walked up to her and I introduced myself and we have been connected ever since. So I am going to bring her on screen with me. Her name is Atoya Hodges. Welcome, Atoya. Hi, Kim. Thank you. Thank you. You're thank welcome. You. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad to have you. So mm -hmm. at the time, she wasn't Atoya Hodges. No, no. I have gotten married since then. So yeah, yes. good things have changed. But yeah, it's yes. exciting. It's exciting. Congratulations on that again and again. And I have to say it over and over because I get to see your journey as a married woman. I get to see your happiness and your joy. And I get to see also how that's affecting you from the business perspective. I just want to jump on that for just a second. How would you say as a businesswoman, this relationship has helped you? It's changed tremendously. Um, and, and I'm really glad you asked me that question because I realized my journey as a businesswoman before, I was really driven by, I guess we could say rage. I know that sounds kind of harsh, but it was, you know, because, you know, I grew up a way that I was poor and my mom died when I was 19 and I had to raise my sister and my family did not think I was going to amount to anything. So I had so much to prove and the reason I, the way you met me was through my nonprofit is I would give back so much because I was one of those individuals that didn't have anything. And I knew what it was like to be homeless and hungry. And I fought through that. And I always made that statement that once I made it, I was going to make sure I gave back to the community. Yeah. And so now I do my business with love and determination because now I've found my partner that supports me and that loves me and that is standing next to me and it's like, okay, we need to pray about this. So we'll drop on our knees together and we're praying on it. So now I have my partner that God sent to me and that transition has been so different and so amazing because you see a different light so it's no longer me carrying the weight by myself. We're carrying it together. So the level of happiness and the way that I'm able to make decisions now is completely different. So yeah. it's been a blessing. I love that. I love that. You know, and so we are talking about accountability. You also in turn have someone that helps you to stay accountable right in your home. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes, like, yeah, and he's a professional athlete. So he played professional soccer in Antigua. And of course, with COVID, he hasn't been able to, to go back and forth. So, yeah. you know, his level of accountability is at a whole different level than what I'm accustomed to. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, he keeps me accountable. He stays on top of me. So and I love it. I love it. Yeah, those yeah. athletes really, I mean, if you look at success, and a lot of people that 
are athletes, they have this high caliber of success mindset that really helps to propel them forward. And then those that are around them. And it's, it's really difficult if you're around an athlete, they walk in so much excellence. It's really difficult not to kind of step up to their level of, of excellence if you're kind of coming short, falling short. Absolutely. And, and I think for me, it's been this eye opener because, you know, I used to be one of those people that would stand back like, y'all get paid all this money just to run up and down a court or run up and down a field. Like that's insane to me. But then when you see one and you live in that and you see the discipline yeah, the drive, and then you see what they do and the amount of endurance that they have and how they sometimes are living in pain every day from injuries, but that doesn't stop them. Like it's just mind blowing. And it's just, you you realize like they're unstoppable. So if they can keep going, then there's nothing that can stop you. And it's just, it's changed my life. So, yeah, yeah. I love that. And and discipline is such a strong and powerful word that I think is kind of run over with a lawnmower. So often like people just kind of use the, say the word, but the intention and the action isn't actually there. And it's, it's one of those things that is kind of like, you know what you're supposed to do, but it takes that extra thing, that discipline to do it. And so many things layer that like commitment, you know, so many different things layer that intention, accountability. And so speaking of discipline, we want to talk a bit about your uh, COVID experience and how you were able to kind of pivot and use that tool of discipline in order to thrive. And I know many of us had some downturns, but we had, we came up from those downturns. We may have had to change some things in our businesses, but now we're thriving. I know for a fact that you've launched some new things that are exciting. So what was it like for you when COVID came in and you as a business owner, a long-term business owner had to adjust? And if you would like to go back even more, I know you've had to make some several pivots in your life. So what is that like for someone who's thriving, successful from the outside and then something you know, smacks you in the face and you have to adjust. Right. Well, I think you have to, one of the things that I've had to learn is that you cannot take anything that people deem as a failure. I don't think I've failed at anything. Right. I think everything that I've experienced in life has been for a purpose. Even if others view it as a failure, it's not a failure. That's right. Because anything that has happened, it's been a lesson and I've learned from it and I've been able to become stronger. And if you're a person of God and you look at those lessons that have learned, God puts you in those particular situations. And like you said, I did have a smack in the face, a real big smack in my face. And it's unfortunate because I was working with an individual and I ended up losing everything. And I went away, I had to go away for a year. And I had to come back and I had to start from ground zero. But when I tell you it was the best thing that happened to me, even though there was some traumatic experiences involved, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I came back with peace, a peace of mind, inner peace, and, and that has changed everything about me. But even during COVID, 
you know, I look at COVID and you're right. My business had to pivot because I ended up getting COVID. Mm. It almost killed me. But the thing that it did was it, it messed with my neurological system. And I was walking into doors. I was walking into the walls. I was not able to drive for months after I had COVID. So my business went from being very profitable to, to nothing. And I even reached out to you and was like, Hey, I have all these clients that I do bookkeeping for and all these clients that I'm working with that I need to transition to someone because I'm not able to do the work anymore. I'm not capable. And I had to transition all of that work because I could no longer understand what I was doing because mentally it was as though I had dementia. Wow. So it was very, very scary. And then it just, I finally got better. And, but since then, you know, the business that I've launched has been me teaching entrepreneurs how to start their business. And and I started teaching and I've gone back into not only that, but teaching accountability and helping individuals understand the importance of mental health diagnosis. Mm understanding, you know, it's okay to have ADHD and how to work with people that have ADHD, especially virtual assistants and social media managers, how to integrate people that have these mental health issues as an entrepreneur and how you can merge in with those individuals and work and make it effective. And even working with entrepreneurs to deal with those mental health issues because they don't know how to to work and do and cope so I've been really busy working with individuals with that so and it's been it's been exciting because I'm seeing the transition in the ability to help people and I can see that they're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel that's awesome so a lot of startups get Mm -hmm. to come to you to get the nuggets to move forward. And um, you're doing that in trainings and workshops? I am. Yeah. Okay. I've launched an academy on Thinktific Mm -hmm. and I do a lot of webinars and masterclasses. And then, um, and then if people are interested, they can sign in and go into Thinktific and actually take the courses. But I teach how to do business classes. I teach the basic foundations of um, startup. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm going to ask you in a few minutes, what are three tips that you can give an entrepreneur from that space who's starting up just three okay. tips. But before I go there, I want to talk with you a minute about mindset, how important you talked about accountability. So I know that mindset is a big component of accountability for those who are open to receiving accountability to move forward. So how important are mindset and mentorship to your journey and then for those who are working with you? It is one of the most important things you can have. Um, without a positive mindset, it's, it's, it's impossible to move forward. And, and I teach that a lot. It's the way you look at things. And one of my favorite books is The Untethered Soul. Mm-hmm. And, and I have it on audio and I listen to it quite often because you don't understand how that little voice in your head can deter you from doing what you need to do in life. And it's just like one of my clients that I work with, she 
would always talk so negative to herself. Mm-hmm. I had to finally tell her, what if you heard someone talking that way to your best friend, what would you do? She right. said, I would want to fight them. I said, well, you're saying that to you. So don't you want to fight that person? And she was like, I never thought of it like that. But it's just when you change your mindset and saying, instead of saying, I can't do something, say, I can do this. Or instead of saying, this is hard, saying this is a competition or just changing your words of how to do something and changing your mind. Like I had to set goals for myself since COVID. I knew I had to get healthy, but to sit here and say, I need to lose 70 pounds. That was a huge thing. So what I did was I set 30, 60, 90 day goals. My first goal was one time a week, I'm going to get up and work out one time a week. I'm going to not do something. And then each week I set that. And then that was my mindset because I was being successful at something. So Mm -hmm. that changes your mindset and it helps you move forward. So it's just the little things that can help. And then you start to feel better because you're seeing yourself being successful at stuff. You're seeing the negative chatter go away. Yeah. Yeah. I think about what you just said. You know, one of the things that I learned through personal development is the whole concept of small steps towards success. So sometimes things can seem so big, but we just take one bite at a time. They say, if you had to eat an elephant, how would you accomplish that? Well, you would eat one bite at a time. You would take one step at a time to achieve that big, you know, metaphorically eat that big elephant. And so that's what I think about when I hear what you're saying, that's what you had to do instead of looking at the big 70 pounds or the big task to relaunch your business or restart or do things different. You just do one step at a time to achieve that. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And so how do you have a mentor? How important is mentorship to your process as a mentor yourself? Oh, absolutely. I have a business coach. I have a a mentor, I have a therapist, you know, I have a life coach, because all those things are important, because we can't do it by ourselves. We need an outlet. And part of the thing that I'm launching next month is that I'm launching something called the OX Society. And what that society is going to do is it's going to be a mentorship and an accountability group where we come together and not only are you able to get instructions and webinars and things from industry experts, like people that are, you know, digital experts, digital marketing experts and accountants and things like that, but also you're going to get therapists and psychologists to come aboard to talk about how to do coping with if you have ADHD or mm-hmm. bipolar, or if your kids have this or you know, so you get that mental health component as well, because by me being a therapist, that's huge. And I see so many people are struggling and people are afraid to talk about mental health issues because it's a stigma and it's not. And I would, you know, for me, even as a therapist, I have to have therapy. You, you can drown, especially as an, as an entrepreneur, there's so much pressure. There's so much pressure on you to provide for your family and to be the visionary and to be the be all end all. And yes. 
decision maker and, you know, just everything. There's a lot of pressure on you. You have to have that outlet. And so that's what you have a therapist for. You need that person to just talk to and to help bring you back to, you know, where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. To help you be with your core foundation mm-hmm. to move forward. because as we're pouring out, you know, you're pouring out to others, you have to be refilled Absolutely. and restored. And, you know, I think about a therapist and I think about life coach, business mentor, all of those as investments in yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the things that I love talking about, you know, as everyone knows, I'm a financial coach, financial mentor, certified financial education instructor. And we talk about investments and many things people think about money when it comes to investments. Well, one of the things I like to talk to people about, not just money, but about time and about personal development and intention. So what sort of intention are you putting into investing in yourself? What sort of growth tools, what sort of investments are you put taking, you know, putting into yourself in order to grow? And I think those things fall under the category of investing in you. And so uh, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is, do you have any uh, regrets at all when it comes to any of the investments that you have made in yourself or like maybe you could have done it sooner or do you feel like timing is everything and now you're on the right path? To achieving the things that you want to achieve? Because so many times, you know, we look back and we say, I wish I had done this sooner. For someone who's out there that's kind of teeter-tottering on the fence about doing something, is there anything, any sort of advice you want to share? Well, I am a person that believes that everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. I think I would not now be able to teach the importance of self-care had I not neglected my Mm self-care. Um, That is one of the biggest things that I teach. That's the first thing I teach. And part of that comes with me talking about contingency plans. So many people don't have a contingency plan. Yeah. That's one of the biggest eye openers for individuals. When I teach starting a business is what is your contingency plan? What happens if you get killed? Who's taking over your business? Right. What happens if you get sick? What happens to all your clients? What is your contingency plan? Mm -hmm. but it took me to have to get sick or for me to have to go through what I went through to understand. That. So now I, I say I'm not, I don't look back and regret that because I believe that we make the best decisions based on what was going on at that particular time. Yeah. If we could have an eye into the future and look back and be able to make that decision based on what we could see in the future, then yes, we might would make a different decision but we don't have that ability. So we make the best decision based on that particular moment. Yeah. So I think I wouldn't have the passion I have now to teach the importance of self-care if I didn't neglect my self-care. But now, absolutely, self-care is the first thing you do because if you don't take care of you, you can't take care of your family, you can't be here for your family, and you can't take care of your business because if not, All of those things will strip you from you and you're good to anybody because you're going to end up bankrupt. You're going to end up emotionally, mentally, physically bankrupt if you do not take care of yourself first. And, and like you said, having a mentor, having, you know, accountability, having a business coach, a, a therapist, a financial coach, a life coach, 
something is an investment into you and it's worth it, you know, and, and if you can't figure out how to afford to pay for that, then there's people that are willing to be there. There's membership, there's groups where you can be a part of that's affordable to where you get that, that guidance in their direction. There's lots of groups on Facebook that you can go and get that guidance that you need. Even you, I mean, you're, CEO program and the things that you provide, those don't cost and they are amazing and they fill your soul with what you need. So I would just advise people to put you first, because if you don't take care of you, none of these other things matter. So true. So true. And just to piggyback off of what you said, you can't walk in regret because you can't change it. So right. but we can make a choice from today moving forward. That's one of the things that I tell people in my class, like no matter how you're showing up right now, let's let's remove all the muddle, all the muddle, all the muck and all of that, the regret, the hopelessness, the helplessness, because you've showed up in order to move forward. You showed up in order to, to say, yes, I'm ready for my next. And so we can make a choice from today forward. And so that's, that's what I always challenge people to do that. You can make it, don't waddle in regret. And it's easy to do. I mean, it absolutely is easy to do. And we all have days where it's like, oh, you know, it kind of wants to try to creep in, but you have that mindset, that reminder that, no, if this is not going to overtake me, I'm going to move forward. I'm not going to be regretting because I learned from this, the challenges created lessons that I was able to learn. And now I can use it in my business to help others pay it forward. So I love that. Yeah, I love that. What are those three tips, those three things that you want to share with those people who may be able to work with you, who are, have a startup or anybody that's just listening, they could be a longtime entrepreneur, but they just did not make these first three steps and they might need to kind of loop back around to start over. Well, I would say the first thing is to realize that number one, that there is no such thing as failure. Mm. There's only lessons. Number two, is that there's only two things in this world that you can control. Everything else is in God's hands. And the two things that you can control is your emotions and your actions. Mm. Fear is an emotion. You know, regret is an emotion. All of those things you can control. And what you do about it is your actions. So those, that's number two. And number three is just wake up and just put one foot forward and like, like we talked about is just make a 30, 60, 90 day plan and just one action at a time. And if you simplify it to that point, you can be successful. I became a millionaire and, and I track it by every 10 years. I can tell you what happened at 19, what happened at 29, where I was at at 39 and I'm about to be 49. And I can tell you every 10 years what transpired. You know, and and you can you can become a millionaire, you can become a multimillionaire. And 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 what your what your end game is and how you're gonna get there. Like my end game is in the next 10 years, I plan to be a multimillionaire, hopefully a billionaire, traveling the world, setting up infrastructure on and doing mission trips in other countries and in the US, building tiny home communities for the homeless and feeding the poor. That is my end game. So I have to be 
very rich and a billionaire in order to be able to afford to do that. So everything I'm doing is working toward that goal. So figure out what your goal is and don't have too big of a dream. And then everything you're doing is working toward that goal. So don't feel like, you know, anything, you can't make anything happen. You can, you're just working toward your goal. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. it. Yeah. Have fun doing it. Exactly. So I, it, this has been great. Before we close out though, we have to talk about accountability. All okay. right. So I need my friends to keep me accountable to some things throughout this year. You talked about the dream. I'm dreaming bigger this year. You talked about goals. I absolutely believe in backing into things. Um, I'm a person that sees way down the road too. I I track things in 10 years, but I also have had my retirement plan that I want for myself, my dream for since I was 21 or something. And Mm -hmm. so um, I believe in 90 days, you know, recycling, doing things, uh, check checks and balances. So I absolutely agree with you. And for this first quarter, which we're wrapping up here, you know, pretty much this month, we're wrapping up and going into the second quarter, March, you know, Women's History Month, we're wrapping it up. And so first of all, round of applause to you for being a woman who has been a trailblazer, who has helped other women and other people in the community because of your heart service. So that is why I wanted to invite you to be one of my women who I highlight for Women's History Month, because you are absolutely and have absolutely made history. So round of applause to you. Um, And I want to know, as I need my friends to keep me accountable, what is it that I can keep you accountable to for this first quarter? um, I want it to be kept accountable to achieving some things when it came to my course, The Debt Detox. And so I had some friends that keep me accountable to that. I'll have a product that I'll be launching next month. And I'm so excited about it because it'll be right on time for Financial Literacy Month. And so now my next goal is to create the, the things that, that trickle down from that particular product. And so you guys, I'll be talking to you more about that very soon. So so that is what I want to be kept accountable to in my business, continuing to move forward, check those boxes when it comes to the online course, when it comes to the eBooks, you know, all of those things that are going to be a trickle down of the debt detox program. What is it that I can keep you accountable for as well? And I'm sure the, the guests, they'll say, well, how is Atoya doing in this or that? And they'll kind of keep us accountable as well. Yeah, so I really, um, so I did launch my first ebook. So my um, goal is to launch another ebook. I also want to launch a five day masterclass Mm -hmm. that is teaching people how to turn their passion into purpose. Yes. Um, So that's my next thing. So I would love to be held accountable for that. And then to launch my third course on Thinktific. Um, on how to integrate mental health into um, entrepreneurship. So those are the things that I definitely want to be held accountable for. And then um, to actually launch my my give back program called Miracles. Uh And what Miracles is, is it's kind of like a program where where everybody comes together and donates money. Mm-hmm. And we choose families. And what we'll do is we pay for 
their rent for a year, help them pay their car payment, and they're set for a year, and we help them find, um, make sure they have jobs and things like that, because at Christmas, you know, people are giving gifts and all that, but then the first of the year, they're still homeless, or yeah. they're struggling to pay their bills, but if we could give them a year or six months to get on their feet, then I, I want to be able to do that, so I want to be able to start that, launch that program, Miracle, so... Awesome. Well, that's what I need help to stay accountable for because that's a big undertaking, but yes. it can really kick off. And so those are yeah. things we held accountable for. So guys, we have a task for yes. us to <laughs> keep Atoya accountable to yes. all these amazing things. I know that we will see her achieve them. Make sure you follow her. We're going to have her right now. You should see her information scrolling across the screen. Make sure that you follow her. You stay in touch. If anything really stood out to you or you have any questions for her, you can reach out to her. We have absolutely loved having you here on the fan club. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. So thank you guys for joining us today on Coffee and Collaborations Fan Club, newly launched podcast. We want you to be a part of the fan club. Remember, FAN is an account as a, remember, FAN is an acronym for Friends Accountability Networking Page. And so what can I keep you accountable to? What is your 2021 goal and beyond that as a community, as my community and the communities I'm connected to, we can help you to thrive. People that I bring on the show, those business tips can truly help you to win. Because as you know, Kimberly Winborn is all about being born to win. We are not born to lose. We are born to win. And so guys, make sure in every situation you have a mindset to give back to really build relationships and not focus on receiving alone, but also giving. And that's actually things that will help you to thrive. That mindset, that ability to give, that ability to serve, that's gonna actually help you to thrive more than anything. Trust me, I know. And so make sure you go out, continue to be a light, as I always say, continue to smile, continue to shine, and let's see you win in 2021. Thank you, Atoya. You all have a great rest of your Monday afternoon. We'll be back next week with another beautiful woman who is making history as we celebrate, uh, as we celebrate Women's History Month for the relaunch of Coffee and Collaborations. See you soon.